Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. Uh, this is the premiere podcast about tea and friendship. I just want the listeners to know about our build-up to the entrance, where you just gave me such a confused look when I was just doing what I always do when I wait for you to start. Just just waiting. Did you think I looked confused? Because I, I wasn't trying. I wasn't confused, and I wasn't trying to be confused. I was just trying to... I was just trying to smile. <laughs> it was not a smile smile. It was like a... It was like a... Is she ready? Is she going to say something? But I never say something to start the podcast. Yeah, it might have been a little bit... I, I mean, I, it was an extended smile. I will say that. And maybe it was just that thing where my smile was giving up on itself. <laughs> so then it became confused looked. Uh, I, I wasn't trying to be confused. I didn't think you were supposed to say anything. <laughs> um, Anyways, we drink tea. We're friends. And um, we have topics. We have topics on this podcast. Matt has a topic. I have no idea what it is. It, it could it be in New York? I don't know. His shirt says NY. Mm, it does. Um, could it be The Simpsons? It could be. He has a Homer Simpson behind him. Oh, I thought really hard about today being my topic being The Simpsons, and it is oh, not. <laughs> that would have been so fun. I'm so mad at you. I know. Maybe I should just make. I should just turned around and made it my topic. I thought I was like maybe it should be The Simpsons today, and then I decided not to. Some other topics you could have. Are they called at-ats? You have an at-at behind you, I think. Or is that not an mm, at-at? Not an at-at, no. Um, where are we looking? Over here? Yeah. This thing? Yeah. That is, a, Le- that is a Lego Star Wars um, thing, but it is a B-Wing from uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, not an at-at. I do not Maybe. own an at-at. Um, okay, I have an important question. Probably the most important question I've ever asked you. Whoa. Did you watch the most recent episode of The Mandalorian? Yeah. Of course um, I did. I'm not going to say this as a spoiler alert. I'm going to say that the first scene of the most recent episode is the best thing they've ever made. Uh, what, what was the first? It was when Mando, who's a bad dad, sent little baby Yoda. Just little baby. Oh, he's the electrical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be an electrical engineer, but he's a baby. And, and he just kept saying which color he's going to could hold and baby yoda didn't know what to do because he's just a baby but he was so cute it was very reminiscent of uh, a scene in guardians of the galaxy 2 where they have baby groot who's trying to like uh figure out how to use a bomb and he can't do that i was like i was like this is almost the same scene i'm not mad because uh they're both babies that i like <laughs> here's the thing i knew i knew the whole time what the scene was and i knew how it was gonna end but i just didn't care because baby Yoda was so cute. Now, I liked, in this very same episode, him stealing those cookies away from the other kid in the school. <laughs> See, I didn't like that because he was stealing. Although, it just another example. Mando, bad dad. Uh, Feed baby Yoda. I just like... Well, it's... I mean, he, he doesn't know any better. He just knows what he wants. But it made me think, like, why... Like, if baby Yoda... Now, okay, sure. The Yoda race of aliens are, are very strong in the force. But are you telling me little baby Ray wasn't doing weird stuff like this before the force awakens? <laughs> and little baby Luke wasn't doing weird crap like this? Because these are like highly uh, M counted people as well. The M count from the latest episode as well. 
Here's the thing. I'm not saying they weren't. I'm saying Mando needs to feed this baby. He shouldn't have to get cookies from a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. I just like that he, I just like seeing him use the force. And then, by the way, I watched like The Force Awakens as like, <laughs> because I wanted to. <laughs> the whole movie, I watched it. Wow. Um, wow. Got me in a Star Wars mood. Force Awakens is pretty good. It's pretty good. I believe you. It's not like original, but it's like really good. <laughs> Lots of cool stuff happens in it. The laser beam that, that, that Kylo Ren catches in the air. So cool. When when Ray grabs the lightsaber from the snow and it like whips by Kylo Ren. So cool. <laughs> Anyways, those are the two coolest moments in that movie. And like also when BB eight does the thumbs up with like a or whatever. Yeah. Puts his puts his lighter on. <laughs> There's something else he does that was so cute to me. Oh, he's he's good. He's he's good throughout. I mean, that's BB-8's best movie is is The Force Awakens. He gets not as good of a role in the next two movies, which is really a shame. Because he's the best character. Because he's a little little droid. Well, as they say, I mean, R two D two is the star of the first six movies, so I do have to believe that BB eight is the star of the last three. <laughs> um, Matt, is your topic today Star Wars? Uh, no. In fact, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Okay. Okay. Um, Matt, how have you been? How have I been? Um, fine. I, uh, I, yeah, I've been fine. I don't know. Ups and downs every day. <laughs> oh. That's how I, oh. that's how I say. You know what Matt? I, you know what I do to make myself feel better? Drink tea? I make tea. <laughs> Uh, it's it's i why can't i ever lay you up for seconds <laughs> oh i i thought you were legit asking okay okay do it again do it again do it again um you know i've been i'm all right i've, I've had my ups and downs um but do you know what i do to make myself feel better tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk now, listeners, if you ever wanted to see confused looks on me or Emily's face, it would have been during that little moment where we were trying to figure out what segment we were going into. Um, um, Matt, what tea are we drinking today? Oh, you want me to talk about it? Well, you have the, the box. That's true. Although I just have a little baggie in front of me. Um, despite uh, last week's um, split decision on whether... The Bigelow Botanicals cold water infusions are good or bad. We are having another of those uh, cold water infusions. And, um, oh, I, I guess I should say this um, to the listener. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Because today we are drinking a cranberry lime honeysuckle uh, cold water infusion. So it, the cranberry part is the Thanksgiving-ish part, even though that's that's pretty tangential at best. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? How are cranberries tangential? Oh, look at uh, Emily's got a bag of cranberries in front of her, I fresh do. ones. Uh, where they? I where are they? Where are they from? They're from my Misfits Market box. Where uh, did they say where they're where they were grown? Oh. Mm, patience, Fruit and Co. Organic, grown in. Canada. Wow. Good job, Canada. Um, you know, cranberries are like one of the four fruits native to North America. 
Um, There's only a few well, of them. That's crazy because do you know what else is a fruit squash? Wow. Let's move. Let's move on. I don't know. I really with a seed. An acorn is a fruit. Um, are we sure about that one? It holds a seed. Uh, the uh, well, the one thing is like a lot of fruits that are that we that do exist here aren't native to here. So that's why I said native. Like even the tomato is not native to North America. It's native to South America. They didn't have tomatoes in Europe until they came to the New World. Did you know that? I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, and sugar too. That was we just like. I don't know. I don't think there was sugar anywhere. That's why they invented rum to get sugar from the Caribbean to England. That's like basically the reason. It's a thing. Anyways, Anyways cranberry, lime, honeysuckle. Yes. Uh, so this bad boy, it's not really a tea. You just put a bag in some cold water and let it sit for eight minutes. Uh, last week I didn't know that. This week I did know that. So I'm working on learning. <laughs> um, I'll let you in on a little something. I don't really know what I feel about fresh cranberries, but like typically, like there's a lot of cranberry stuff I don't like. So okay. I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I had this. I don't like cranberry juice, for instance. I like cranberry juice sometimes. I like. I guess I like craisins. Yeah, gross. Um, I want to ask you a few questions. Do you taste the cranberry in this drink? Oh, yeah. Um, do you taste the lime? I will say, let's, let me just say about the cranberry thing, and you can tell me if you disagree or agree. <clears throat> Part of the reason oh. I don't like cranberry juice is I think it's too bitter and in a way that I don't like. And I would say that this tastes like cranberry, but not bitter. Like, it doesn't really seem to have the bitterness of cranberry. Agree or disagree? I guess I've never associated the bitterness with cranberry. Um, or maybe like, I guess, maybe I mean tart, too tart. Okay, that make, that that reads more true to me. Um, I don't know, I'm still thinking. Very I can't, I can't. I can't make a judgment to this tea. Do you taste the lime? <laughs> do I taste the lime? I guess I taste a hint of lime, sure. Wait, do you taste the honeysuckle? I don't know what honeysuckle tastes like. Does it taste like honey? I don't think so. Uh, oh yeah, it's like it's a fruit, isn't it? Um, I don't know what that tastes like. So I thought honeysuckle was a flower. I I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, com I'm completely lost. You're lost. Yeah. Oh, there's. A, I mean, there's a flower on here, the bottom yeah. corner. So I guess that's probably um, a honeysuckle. Um. Um. Okay, so we're not sure what honeysuckle tastes like. I'm pretty sure it's a flower. The packaging seems to indicate it's a flower. Can I tell you how I made my tea today? Please do. I knew going into this, I was gonna have some problems. So I took the recommended amount of water and I was like, cool, I'm putting in two tea bags. I doubled the amount of tea bags. In fact, I just want you to look at the color of mine. Look at the color of mine, Matt. Well, it's rainbow colored. Okay, ignore the rainbow. But <laughs> yeah, you, it looks almost you, looks almost red wine colored. And what color is yours? Um, mine's a little bit more on the. I'd say mine is maraschino cherry red. <laughs> Anyways, it's yours is much lighter. It shows. It is. It is. 
I actually, I guess I would say I probably put more than the recommended amount of water, not just, not just halved it like you did. <laughs> no, um, I put the right amount of water. I just put double the amount of tea bags. So in a way, I halved it. That's what that's sort of what I'm getting just at. Just the opposite way. Here's what this tea needs. It needs more lime. It needs a, a wedge of lime. Emily loves her citrus in water. It it needs cranberries. Did you put it? Did you you, you you should put some in there. You should just throw some in. No, these are for Thanksgiving. Okay. If you're I mean, curious, I'm going to follow the instructions on the back to make cranberry sauce. Wow. One package of fresh patience cranberries. Three-fourths a cup of water. Three-fourths a cup of brown sugar. Grated zest of one orange. Wow. Zest. That's nice. That's neat. Um, I So when you say that this doesn't taste bitter or tart, it definitely doesn't taste tart. To me, there's a bitterness to it. But maybe bitterness isn't the right word. But it's missing the sweetness that I would expect from a cranberry drink. Do you, well, I think, I think plain cranberries are not sweet at all, which is probably where that's coming from. So like when you make cranberry sauce or you make like certain things, you would add sugar to them. I believe you said you add sugar to this thing you're going to make. Um, Cause I think cranberries straight up are not sweet. Like even in the slightest I've had, like, I have had this, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a dessert or something else, but like you take I don't know how you even make this, but it's like cranberries covered in sugar. <laughs> and uh, that is like good. I, that's really good. But I think it's because like literally covering it with sugar is like what's required to cut the tartness of the actual berry. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I don't get that when I drink cranberry juice. Did they add, they must add sugar to cranberry juice. Then. No, they definitely do. All I'm saying is this looks like cranberry juice and it's not very sweet. No, it is not. In fact, there's um, no sugar in it at all. However, I think I am enjoying it more that it's twice the strength. Do you think, um, you, do you, can you taste the hibiscus in this, which is also in this drink? Give me a second. <laughs> She's taking a sip of a rainbow glass. <clears throat> I guess, maybe. Okay. Do you taste the chamomile? Yes. I, I, yeah, I 100% taste the chamomile in this. Uh, more than last week, because last week had chamomile too, and I believe I didn't say that I could taste it, but I can taste it this week. Yeah. Um, anyways, there's also natural flavors, rooibos, uh, cranberry Ooh, fiber, rooibos? cranberry seeds, and lime pieces in this, on top of hibiscus, chamomile, rose hips, and natural lime. Uh, a lot of stuff in here. Um, should I just, uh, ask you the question? <laughs> you still pondering thoughts? It's just like the last tea also had chamomile. Do you wonder if they just have like a base for these? Yes, and I do. That's exactly what I think they do. <laughs> just, okay. Ask me the question. Uh, Emily, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. You're so sad. <laughs> it's okay. I have, I have things to say. Ask me the question. Okay. Emily Riggins, do you find Bigelow Botanicals cold water infusion cranberry lime uh, honeysuckle to be your cup of herbal infusion or not your cup of herbal infusion? Thank you so much for asking. 
Um, so I am intrigued that it has rooibos in it. I do think I can taste that. However, if I want an infusion, I'm going to get a lime. I'm going to cut it into wedges. I'm going to squeeze it into my water. If I wanted to have a, like a juicy aspect, I would put something in it and it would be better than this 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 lackluster tea infusion thing. Okay, what I want when I want water is just a slight tint tint of a, a flavor. Okay? I want I want a, a dash a dash of lemon, a dash of lime. No. This this is more than a dash and then you just feel sad that it's not a full cup of tea. It's like a sad cup of tea that's too much to be an infusion. I don't like it. It's not my cup of herbal infusion. Um, don't worry, listener. This is the last of the two of these we had. <laughs> I guess we'll just never get them again. Hey, Matt, here's what I want from you. Uh-huh. If you like these, I want you to buy them. I won't, okay? I won't buy these. I won't buy these, probably. But you're allowed to. Uh, so you're saying that you are not even allowing yourself to buy these. <laughs> You've put a moratorium on this. Well, one, I'm not allowed to buy tea. So no, I'm not allowed to buy these. <laughs> um, but why would I buy something I know I'm not going to drink? Yeah. Listen, I, I, I don't have the rage you have, but I also don't like love this. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to have I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I'm going to use them up. It seems like a pretty, it seems like a good way, good excuse to stay hydrated, if I'm being honest. Because <laughs> once I, because like, okay, here's, here's, a, here's a weird thing with me and water. Is if I have a water, uh, just like a, a glass of plain water with nothing in it, that might, that might float around my apartment <laughs> for a day or so. And I'm just going to like. Like, I don't care because I, I drink room temperature water all the time. I don't mind room temperature water. In fact, I kind of prefer room temperature water. So my cups of water just sort of like exist. And I don't keep like good track of whether I've drank a whole glass of water in like a certain period of time. But if this was if this is colored water, <laughs> it's got a tint to it. I would like be more cognizant of like, oh, I made that like two hours ago. I should finish it. So I feel like this is actually maybe going to help make me more hydrated. <laughs> Because it'll remind me. Now, okay. that is to say, well, I, that is to say you have made your own f infusions, which would also cover the said same ground. But I'm too lazy for that. Okay. I'm just going to let the listeners know. While I was making my dinner, I made myself my own infusion. I have a little lemon wedge and I have some pomegranates. So I actually need to pop a little bit more to get more juice. But I have my own infusion. And the flavor is just light enough. To be an infusion, okay? To just be a, a light change to the bad taste of water. Wow. Okay. I don't need a tea bag to do that. I need a tea bag to be tea. Your opinion has been heard. <laughs> then I have a question. Uh, yeah. Would you say that this cranberry lime honeysuckle fruit infusion created by Bigelow Botanicals. Would you describe it? Now listen up, this is a tricky question. Would you describe it as your cup of 
infusion or not your cup of infusion? Well, as far as infusions go, um, I suppose this is my cup of infusion. Um, if this was, if this, if this is on a scale of like tea, then, you know, it loses, which is kind of a funny thing to think about. <laughs> um, so infusions, fruit infusions or cold water infusions or whatever are two for two for me on this podcast is yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Um, I haven't, to be honest, I, I called last week's, um, my cup of infusion and I haven't had any since. So I'll have to like, really, I'll have to, I'll have to get on this. <laughs> you got a lot. I gave you a bunch. Yeah. Emily gave me, I think a thousand of them. Um, no, cause I still have a bunch here. <laughs> Uh, you probably gave me, you probably gave me like 10 or 15 of them, I would guess. Seems yeah, like that sounds lot. about right. Um, listeners, Matt also gave me some other teas, so we're going to have some shared teas mm. soon. Yeah, we got two more shared, two more shared teas coming up. I, I think, think so. That's at least what's in the little bag. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Tea talk um, done? Infusion talk over. Wow. Neat. Yeah. Would 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 you say that it is time to ch- 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 check in about past topics? Uh, Emily, are you cold over there? You just <laughs> chatter chattery lipped <laughs> the intro. Well, the the wood is because I was trying to think, do a fun way of segueing into this, and I couldn't think of any. And then I was trying to do the ch- 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 check it out mm. thing from. The Beastie Boys. The Beastie but... Boys song. Oh, I know all about it. From the OC. Yeah, it's from the OC. <laughs> uh, listen, it's not from the OC. <laughs> um, I disagree on, on a fundamental level. Uh, um, I watched I think... that episode of the OC when it came out. I want you to know that. I, that we, we, have co- we may have covered that on the episode, the OC, of this very podcast. I don't remember. <laughs> Matt, I just want you to know yeah. that... I'm not impressed because you know how many episodes I watched of the OC when they first came out. All of them. All but a lot of the fourth season, which was really wow. criminal of my part, because the fourth season is really underrated. Wow. Anyways, I think I think you should be more proud of me. I went over someone's. Uh, I was in college because I am older enough than you <laughs> to have been in college when that came out, um, and I went over someone else's dorm room. At a different college, not even my college. I went over to someone else's college and their dorm room to watch that episode because they were all like OC fans or something. And they were my friends. <laughs> uh, I would hope they were your friends. Yeah. I, well, I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying Are to. Are you just showing up at random people's apartments being like, Beastie Boys? I had to be signed in. It was a dorm room. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, do you have anything you want to check in about? Have I, feel you like, any... I feel like that was a pretty good check-in to the OC episode, but yeah. <laughs> okay, that that's fair. Um, have you had any lazy nights in recently? Um, lazy nights in? No, I don't. God, lazy night in. That's so lost on me. I don't know. Maybe I guess I've played some video games recently. Sure. <laughs> Would any of those video games be a check-in? Or they new video games. Um, there could be well, Pikmin. There well, could be the one that was my topic. 
There could be the Mario series. There could be Smash Bros. There could be Fortnite. There could be Animal Crossing. There could be Mega Man. I'd say uh, if we're talking like uh, over the past week, I guess I've played a little. I guess I've played a little Fortnite here and there um, at night. I've played Animal Crossing during the day. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just got uh, I just got the Halo Master Chief Collection on my computer, so I've been playing that, which has not been a topic as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and I believe I mentioned maybe two weeks ago that I was not going to have video. I was not going to make uh, video games my topic for like another year or something like that. <laughs> okay, we well, do what you need to do. Yeah. Um. Okay. I feel like uh, I've checked in with you. Do you have anything that you would like to check in with? Long, dramatic pause. I bought a new broom. Wow. That goes back to my being organized episode. There you go. You got to organize the dirt on your floor. And I organized it into a, a broom pen. Dust pin. Dust pin? Dust pin? Dust pan? Yeah. Dust pan. That's what I'm looking for. Um, okay. Matt? Neat. We're ch- 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 checking out of the check-in. You should put on a sweater or something. I'm really worried about that chattery lips. <laughs> Matt, 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 and Matt. Uh, uh, you have the the, the t- 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 topic. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Um, what is your topic today? Emily, I've got two ideas for topics. I haven't decided which one. It's literally right now. Do you want one or two? Number one or number two? I, no. I want no. I, no, I want you to just pick a number. No. Why not? Because you got to pick a topic. Well, I picked two topics. Okay, but I'm going to two. I want you to pick which one. I'm going with two. Oh, interesting. Well, now, I may have just mentioned i wasn't going to talk about video games i may have mentioned that i was not going to make my topic be video games did i purposely make one of these two numbers a video game topic so that emily would pick one and that technically she would have picked my topic maybe i did yeah no i don't like this (laughs) well i'm sorry are we talking about today (laughs) you picked number two uh we are actually I, i i was i was thinking about making this my topic anyways and just um Ignoring what I said two weeks ago, because my topic is not about a specific video game. It is encompassing the the video game world, but it is probably part of the one of the dumbest parts of my life that I can fully admit looking back on was a really, yeah, just a dumb part of my life. And it was it was it was sort of from the late 90s. Um realistically still to this day uh but i'd say like the meat of it sort of stopped around oh let's say 2010 ish and this topic is the console wars uh console as in a video game console wars as in uh battles fought for honor okay who's on each side of this war so the original uh let's call this let's call the the original uh powers that be (laughs) 
uh, in the 90s were, uh, well, yeah, the original is probably Nintendo versus Sega. And like whichever one you uh, sided on with most. Um, but I would say that in earnest, it didn't really begin until the later parts of the 90s when it was uh, Sega versus Nintendo versus Sony. And you had to pick your side. Were you a PlayStation person? Were you a Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64 person? Or were you a Sega Dreamcast person? And, uh, or, and uh, Sega Saturn and whatever. Sega, I would say, they, they are the only ones who actually lost this war. <laughs> um, and it basically was this super nerdy thing uh, that I say con- it continues to this day, but it's people certain that it is even important for you to pick a side in this fight. <laughs> um, I used to be Team uh, Nintendo all the way. Used 100- to be? 100%. Well, we'll get into that, I guess. Where I, I actually used to get on online message boards and argue with people. <laughs> Me. I used to do this. <laughs> argue with people that Nintendo was better than Sega and Sony. <laughs> I spent so much of my life doing this <laughs> like i mean i was whatever in like middle school and high school so what what better things did i have to do than argue video games with people online um but i was adamant that the nintendo 64 was the best video game console at the time <laughs> and if someone said playstation to me i was so mad <laughs> so mad playstation i'm mad um and people had arguments. There were like specific arguments. Um, and I will say some of them are reasonable things to disagree about. I'd say it's completely and an entirely unreasonable thing to have an argument about. <laughs> um, the uh, pros on a uh, for Nintendo 64 were that there were no load times. Uh, that Nintendo, uh, and I guess basically, basically no load times and that Nintendo made really fun games like the company Nintendo did and you couldn't get Mario or any of those games on, um, a PlayStation. What games could you get on PlayStation? Now? Yes. So the counter argument is that PlayStation had games like, uh, the final fantasy games and, um, uh, Metal Gear Solid and some of the more adult games. So, um, if they were a little more, yeah, if they were a little more adult content, they would tend to be on the PlayStation because the PlayStation skewed a little more adult. Um, although I'm sure it was still mostly kids playing it. But uh, to this day, I'm sure mostly kids still play video games like as a proportion of uh, society. <laughs> but um, uh, also that the PlayStation was, it ran on CDs. So the graphics could be a little bit better and it could run full motion video, which is instead of like animated uh, animations, which would be on Nintendo 64 at the time, you could actually render like full video on um, a PlayStation. They could also have better music on a PlayStation and the discs would fit more. So um, certainly... Could you play a DVD on it? Of the original PlayStation? No, you could not. That was my whole question. There you go. Uh, I had to take a sip of drink. <laughs> um, I remember my brother getting a PlayStation. I don't remember exactly how old he was, but I remember it being him being in our basement playing it. <laughs> um, yeah, 
I had friends who had PlayStations. I never owned one. I was a I was a Nintendo buyer. Um, in fact, there's a little story. I may have already told this on the podcast. I'll bring it back up. But when Super Nintendo, when I got my Super Nintendo, my mom was like, now remember, you can get a Sega Genesis if you want one too or something along. Or like, what about the Sega? I don't know if she knew the whole name of the system, but she was like, uh, said something about getting the Sega thing. And I was, it, it really threw me for a loop because uh, I was always buying Nintendo stuff. And then I ultimately decided to buy the Super Nintendo. And that, I think, put me on the side of Nintendo for uh you know the foreseeable future <laughs> again you're saying it like you're not still very pro nintendo oh i am and we will sort of get to why i'm talking this way <laughs> okay um but so yeah did it, you ever at this time did you ever play a playstation were you at like your friend's house or were you like so above it that you would be like i see this playstation i'm gonna hit it with a baseball bat so i was not a hater um of the actual thing i think that maybe my only reasonable stance i had about this was that i was actually just i just wanted people to admit that the nintendo 64 was better (laughs) not that i hated the other thing you know (laughs) it's kind of like if you were like i don't know like a backstreet boys or an nsync fan and you're like you probably did like them both but you like wanted people to know the other one was the better one i don't know (laughs) i think nsync's better whatever (laughs) um (laughs) you're wrong about so many things keep going Hmm. I, I, I do. I, I like a lot of them. I, I like them both. I just, I sort of just, I used to hate both of those bands. And now I, I can acknowledge that they both have some really good songs. This is not about that. Um, <laughs> so, okay. um, so I would go over, I've been over people's houses. I had played, um, I had played Metal Gear Solid, which is like a spy kind of game. Um, I'd say, I think Twisted Metal, which I feel like they don't make those games anymore, but Twisted Metal was like this kind of, um, demolition derby fight kind of like a fight game with cars. <laughs> um, it was like kind of silly. I don't know. And I, I play like a few other random PlayStation things. And of course there's games that are on both systems. So I would played a few of those over the years. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with PlayStation entirely. I just prefer, I had a preference and I believed in it strongly when i was online and much less strongly if i was in person with somebody i would not argue to someone's face that their playstation sucked <laughs> um i don't believe you i want you to know that i i don't think i ever argued to someone's face about that let's put it that way listeners who knew matt as a boy there aren't any of those i don't think okay listeners who knew matt Closer to this time period than I did. Please, please let us know. You can send an email to tbdpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, keep going with your story. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was the fight back then. Um, it was, it was, it's not something I'm really proud of. It is kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, but that is sort of like the extent of it for that little bit. I mean, it's literally just being like, I like the controller that Nintendo 64 has better. The other person would be like, I like the PlayStation controller better, which is such a moot argument. Like, whatever. They're just, they're both fine and neither of them are as good as the GameCube controller. Anyways, um, it would be Can like Can I make a counterpoint like to some of this? Yeah, please do. Um, Listen, I don't have a preference. PlayStation, great. Nintendo products, great. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't think you can say one's better than the other. I think that they're just two different systems. Yeah. I mean, I would say that that is certainly how I look back on both the Nintendo 64, Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation. Like, if I had the means, it would have been sweet to own both. Like, <laughs> like they both, like, the problem is that there's, like, exclusive games on both. Um, now, what I will say is that the later, so, so if we fast forward a little bit in time. Oh, yes, please do. Uh, the Sega, 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 as I said, is the only real loser of this war, and they sort of fade out because the Dreamcast uh, is a commercial um, failure. Um, I just want to direct listeners to an um, an episode about Sega, starring Steve. The, it's I can tell you the whole in the title. It is the rise and fall of Sega with Steve Howes. There you go. There you go. Um. So yeah, that's a good episode to check out. Um, but so Sega, Sega kind of disappears, but you may have noticed that there's kind of a big name video game console I haven't mentioned yet, which, uh, comes out in the early 2000s. And that is the Was Xbox. Was it the Y circle? No! <laughs> that is the Xbox by Microsoft. Mine, mine was better. So <laughs> the Y, the Y circle. So the Xbox comes out and now you've got, now you kind of have... Now you kind of have a real war because, well, technically there were exclusive games on the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast was such a failure that it kind of just like faded out. But now you've got three consoles that are each uh, have some overlap in what games they put out. But now there are things, uh, the term killer app comes up Uh, and killer app would be, you know, a program that you have that makes your uh, product superior and Microsoft's killer app is the Halo franchise something I may have mentioned earlier <laughs> uh, because Halo, Microsoft makes Halo and Halo is this massive hit so Halo you cannot play on a PlayStation uh, which is what really brings Microsoft into the fold is I mean they're a huge software company but you know what makes them successful is is this is this one basically this one franchise and they do make other games for sure but this is when now the three systems are like well we're gonna have exclusive games each of them are gonna have exclusive games and so now people fight like oh would you rather play legend of zelda or halo you if you can only own one video game system you have to like choose now if you're a cool halo player or a neat little nerdy legend of zelda player (laughs) or something like that matt which one did you pick so uh back then um when the xbox came out i did i was playing my gamecube i was not playing um a an xbox or a playstation i guess two at the time it was xbox playstation 2 and gamecube were sort of the early 2000s competitors (laughs) were you still on the message boards i i may have still been on them at that point uh that was sort of i'm wrapping up my time there for sure (laughs) (laughs) okay i feel like the arrival of xbox i I remember arguing with people about this still but like kind of not kind of like at that point either not caring or realizing it didn't matter or something i i I don't want to say i was i may have just gotten bored that's probably what was more likely i was bored (laughs) so i'm not going to give you the credit of maturing i would say don't give me that credit till later okay keep going and i mean still later like still don't even give that to me now oh okay so like (laughs) Like in five years? At my funeral or something. 
Um, he that finally matured. Has shown the maturity to accept that Nintendo is only equal to the other systems. Yeah. Um, but I will say, so around that time, uh, the GameCube uh, coming out is also when Nintendo sort of starts to lose. Um, because it is seen, Nintendo is seen as more of like the kid-friendly system. It doesn't have like these big, good graphics that other systems have. And these other systems, they can do a little something you asked about earlier. They can play DVDs. So this is when you can start watching movies. And the GameCube, which uses uh, like mini discs, like smaller CD, or they're, they're technically DVDs, but they're, you know, like only half size. Yeah, yeah. You can't fit a DVD in there. Uh, you could. Okay. Yes, you could. Okay. You take a DVD. You take a pair of scissors. And yeah, yeah. You do a little cutting. Okay. I'm not going to do that to any of my GameCube, or any of my DVDs to fit them in my GameCube. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it is possible. Okay. Um, so, so the GameCube, yeah, not doing, not doing as hot. I mean, it's, it's not a failure. The GameCube is not a failure, but it is just like, clearly Nintendo is like losing some ground. And, um, that's sort of the next few years of this is like, people are kind of picking PlayStation or Xbox or, or, and, and whatever. And I think if I remember correctly, I do feel like Microsoft is sort of winning at this point because of because of how much people like Halo specifically. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like the beginning of online gaming and all this stuff. And, and that was just like a really exciting game for people to play. And I also, I played I played the original Halo on someone else's like Xbox back in the day. And I was like, this is so much fun. Because of course I loved playing GoldenEye on my Nintendo 64. <laughs> and they're somewhat similar games. Wow. Um, so, uh, the thing is, around around now, um, they are going to release the next uh, PlayStation. We're fast forwarding a little bit. There's the next PlayStation and the next Xbox coming out. The Xbox 360 versus the PlayStation 3. What year is this? I need to know. <sighs> I really don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. late, late 2000s. Okay. Xbox 360. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to guess 2008. Let's see if I'm right. I was 18. Uh, oh, wow. Way earlier than I thought. 2005. I 2005 was 15. 360 came out. Um, so uh, you have you have the 360 versus, versus the PlayStation 3. Now, this is the time, this is the console where the Xbox 360 crushes the PlayStation. Because... Uh, basically the PlayStation comes out too as too much money and people are like, fuck this. <laughs> and everyone floods over to the Xbox 360. It has Halo. It has this multiplayer. It has everything. And, um, it is like the, the generation where like, certainly there were people buying PlayStations, um, you know, <laughs> they didn't go out of business or lose the war or whatever. But the 360 was the time where like Microsoft had, the, the grip on everything. It had a real tight grip on it all. Um, I don't know. I feel like the 360 was like, just everybody loved it. I don't know. It was really good. It was a good system. And you know how I know that? Because yeah, did you buy it? I bought an Xbox 360. I really preferred the Z720, but it's like, whatever. 
Z720. I think that's a Samsung phone or something. Um, <laughs> that's not even kidding. Well, I preferred it. Um, so I, I bought an Xbox 360. I didn't buy it when it first came out. I, I waited a couple of years to buy it so I could get like a um, uh, a good. I got a good deal on mine. <laughs> like I, uh, whatever. And because I, I eventually, uh, I wanted. So hmm, I should back up a minute. This same generation that those two consoles came out, uh, Nintendo also came roaring back, came flooding Ooh. back. Because that is when the Wii came out. Oh, I've heard of that. I've bought uh, some mean Wii games. So the Wii, the Wii is is Nintendo's return from to return to glory. Uh, Xbox is holding on to its thing. They're not really fighting because at this point, this is the point that I wanted to get to about sort of like when the first era of console wars sort of ends, and that is because the Wii is no longer competing directly with either the PlayStation or the Xbox. The Wii has less like lower graphic capabilities but it has motion control which is the whole gimmick of the wii you know people bought the wii so they could play tennis and baseball and golf and bowling and all that stuff it was a great like party game yes it was very social it was i mean it i mean and and you know i was talking about earlier you know exclusive games and They've got Mario Kart, obviously, and it's like, oh, wow, all of a sudden we can put Mario Kart and make people actually, like, let people drive or whatever. People loved it. I know you didn't, but most people did. But it's not, I just, it's not, it's me. I hate Mario Kart. It's not Mario Kart's fault. I mean, it is, but it's a me Um, thing. Yeah. So the Wii comes out, and this is when they they separate. So the PlayStation, or the uh, Xbox 360 is now dominating the sort of, like, adult market, uh, PlayStation, or PlayStation is doing its thing. It's, it's also doing well, but not as well as the 360. And uh, the Wii is for families, kids, parties, etc. And people start owning. This is really, I in my mind, this is, and because it's largely because it's me, but really start buying multiple systems. So now I have a 360 to play Halo and the Batman Arkham games and whatever else I'm playing on there. <laughs> And I also own a Wii so I can play Mario Galaxy and Zelda Skyward Sword and Mario Kart and things. So now I'm a, I'm a two-system boy now. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and that's, that's that generation. Um, and then um, I guess I'll just skip. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll mention, I guess, that the Wii U comes out. So... <laughs> Nintendo makes another flop. Um, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, Nintendo puts out the Wii U. Hardly anyone buys it. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's not great. Why and is I'll, it not great? Well, the system itself is pretty good. I think it was just marketed poorly because everyone thought it was just an accessory to the Wii. Like, oh, I'll add this tablet to my Wii. And... Um, that's not really what it was for. It was a whole brand new system. And um, I think it just sold poorly. I mean, it had better graphics. Uh, I mean, it had like sort of comparative graphics and HD graphics finally. It was the first Nintendo console to do HD graphics. Um, and um, I don't know. I mean, I owned one and I did think it was a lot of fun. I just like, again, I'd play Nintendo games on it and I didn't want to miss out on the games that they had. I mean, um, there were a lot of good stuff on the Wii U. I don't know. It just was sort of, it was a little bit of a flop. And I blame it because of the name more than anything. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I've shared it with this, with this with you on the pod, is that, to me, it was, I had no idea, but the Wii U sounded like Wii University. Like, it was... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what I thought it meant, but it, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, it was really, it was, it was like... What a poor... I mean, it's sort of like the idea of, like, calling the original, like, Nintendo, and the next one's called, like, the Super Nintendo. So this was supposed to be Wii, and then Wii U, but it just, like, did not did not translate. Um, I think if they'd named it something better, it probably would have done really well. I mean, if they just had called it, like, just something completely different. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, yeah. Nintendo... That didn't really... I mean, people were, at that point, were sort of calling for Nintendo to throw in the towel and go the way of sega and just make games because sega still makes games and now they put games out on like all the systems but they're like well why don't we just have nintendo do that and then um we can start getting zelda games on our playstations or whatever which would honestly blow my mind if that ever happened <laughs> still would <laughs> um, sounds like you want nintendo uh, to go out of business i do not it would i said it'd blow my mind i didn't say i want my mind blown <laughs> um so that brings us to, uh, I guess, what is called the eighth generation of games. It's The generations are a little confusing because now they they lap in different ways. Uh, but you have the Xbox One. Okay. The uh, PlayStation uh, 4. And honestly, PlayStations are hard to keep track of because they just, they just number. It's weird because they number them. You'd think it'd be easier to keep track of, but I find it harder. <laughs> Can I just say that I am pretty sure my mother and I waited in line on Black Friday to get my brother an Xbox One. Well, um, I waited. No, I didn't wait at all. <laughs> I just got one. Um, the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo a Switch. <laughs> um, so again, this is like, wow, they've really separated. Nintendo Switch, is, and even like Microsoft is like, yeah, Nintendo is not our competitor. We're friends with, literally now, Microsoft and Nintendo are friends. And I love it. I'm, I'm all for it. There are... Um, characters that are owned by Microsoft in the most recent Super Smash Brothers game. What? If you had told 2005 Matt that there would be Microsoft characters in a Nintendo game, that would have blown my mind. You know what that Matt would have done? He would have taken a baseball bat and gone to just just trash all the Playstations and Xboxes. He had no time for them. He was out on the message boards. Yeah. His name was Matt at Red Sox 99. <laughs> I was never that. I was never that bad. Um, <laughs> I hate these things. Yeah. Nintendo forever. I was over it by 2005. Let me put it that way. Um, okay. But uh, I was definitely not doing it in college, which by then I was in college. I was not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox uh, One are sort of just like they're, they're kind of, they're not like buddies, but like Microsoft is like, we're not competing with you. The Switch is super popular. We're doing fine. Um, Sony, this generation, I think a lot of people might say is winning it. It's certainly beating the Xbox One. Um, I don't know the deal with Nintendo Switch versus PlayStation 4 is. Um, again, they're not really competing, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, this generation seems to have been uh, PlayStation's big comeback. So PlayStation is, is really why, hot right why now. Why is that? I don't remember. <laughs> but I think people just sided with it. I don't, because well, I'll say this. So there was some kind of like kind of similar to the Wii U. The Xbox's launch was a little um, wonky in that there was some confused messaging about like whether it was going to be download only or whether 
um, there were going to be disks because there was there was going to be there's all this thing about a diskless version of the system and uh, people were just sort of getting tugged in a bunch of different ways. And the other thing is that the PlayStation this round seemed to have the slight edge in exclusive games where Microsoft kind of like let their foot off the gas with how many exclusive games they had. Um, and also I'd say that Halo is not really a killer app anymore. It's 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 still a really popular franchise and they still make games for it. And there certainly are people buying the system to play Halo games. Uh, I'll probably be one of them, but it's not like the draw it used to be. Um, so Microsoft, that's sort of why Microsoft has been busy the last couple of years buying up um, a studio so that they can start making exclusive games for themselves. But um, that's sort of the current state of the thing. State of things is that the companies are like trying to secure these exclusive titles so that they can be like, you need me for this. And the weird thing is like the, the, the sort of generational battles get won like pretty early on because if you sell the most, like if you and your friends all decide to get PlayStations, you're all going to get them and none of you are going to get Xboxes. Like once you figure out what your friend circle is going to do, that's like where you are. Um, now I actually, I actually also own a PlayStation four. <laughs> So uh, I'm a crazy weirdo who owns all three of the current generations. Did um, a new Xbox, not play Xbox, PlayStation just come out? Well, <laughs> uh, the new Xbox and PlayStations both just came out. Um, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X <laughs> uh, are now um, things. And they can do things like 4K graphics and stuff. And I will say that people, I feel like while they are certainly not not selling, I would say that the hype behind them is less than usual due to what I will say is a little bit of an economic depression that we're currently all in. Because um, I don't think it's quite as crazy as it was like the last few cycles where like everything sold out immediately. Because I feel like even PlayStation had some sort of chip, sh chip shortage. <laughs> Um, but I also just feel like I just don't see the internet hype this year as I have in the past for, for consoles. And I think it's pandemic related. <laughs> okay. Um, what exclusive games are these, these ones coming out, out with? <laughs> well, strangely, not a lot right now because of the pandemic. Um, that's part of the reason is like a lot of games have been delayed in general. So like Halo, the next Halo game has been, was supposed to come out with the new Xbox, but it got delayed until... Uh, I think March of next year. And I don't know what's going to be on the PlayStation. I guess there's the um, there's the new Spider-Man game, the Miles Morales. Like, I don't I don't truly know what it is. I have like, I, I have the original Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4, but I haven't checked out the, the new one yet. Um, but like that's sort of the problem right now is that there's not a lot going on like with these systems because of all the delays. A lot of people were saying that the systems themselves should be delayed until spring because it seemed kind of pointless to put them out right now <laughs> with no new games. Can I ask a question? Yes. Wouldn't it make more business sense if like Xbox was like, you know what? The PlayStation's coming out November, 2020. Why don't we wait until November, 2021? Then those people are more likely to get two because they're a year enough of a year is a far enough apart for them to save. Uh, I think it goes to what I was saying about like the momentum of it all. Like once people all decide, I mean, it could be, it could be an amazing play. Like 
if it, if it worked, it would be great where it's like, oh, we waited a year and everyone bought ours because they waited or whatever. But I think the problem is that no one wants to take that gamble because they think if they wait a year, then everyone's going to pick up PlayStations and then like a year from then, they're not going to need a new system. Cause, I mean, they systems are typically like five to seven years apart. So like one year would be a pretty quick changeover. And I think some people, I mean, a lot of people don't want, like, it's like a shelf space thing and that kind of stuff. Like, you don't want to have, like, a million things on your shelf. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not one of those people. I have several on my shelves. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, some people, they have to set it up all up as your media thing. I don't know. I feel like there's certain reasons, like, you end up getting kind of attached to the interfaces and things of that nature. Okay, fine. But, um, yeah. I have recently played Tetris on a PlayStation. It's a great game. Which number PlayStation? I don't know. Is it the one that's been out for a while? I think so. Four, probably. Yeah. Um, I watch Tetris. all my. I it's watch all Tetris my. Effect. Tetris Effect. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> um, I watch all my TV through my Xbox One. That's my like netflix and disney plus and whatnot box <laughs> it's my apple tv um my apple tv is really good for video games wow i actually i also now i play a lot of games on my pc that's the other thing all this whole time i should have mentioned that in the background there was always someone someone shouting no but the pc is the best of all of them and people who played consoles just kept ignoring those people <laughs> um i was actually going to bring that up because you said you were playing halo on your computer yeah, so Microsoft has sort of made this... So here's the other thing about Microsoft at this point. They don't actually care if you buy an Xbox anymore. <laughs> they have this thing called the Xbox Game Pass, and you can... You get this one subscription. You get you basically get a subscription, and you get uh, access to, like, a whole slew of games. So it's sort of Netflix for games. And you can do this on your Xbox or on your PC, and it's the same library of games. So... Um, they would actually prefer you to sign up for that, which is a thing that I have done. <laughs> so I get okay. these games and I can actually play them on either my computer or uh, my Xbox. I pay a what little extra for, for both. I haven't, I, my preference so far has been to use my PC. Okay. Um, I don't know what I would say. See, the thing is like when I play Halo, um, there's no story. I'm not playing the story mode. I'm playing the multiplayer. So... Um, I can like listen to music or podcasts or whatever while I'm playing. And in that case, I want to use my PC so I can do them both on the same thing. But if I was like playing something more story driven or whatever, I would be more um, preoccupied with the game. And I would prefer to do that like on my TV and couch. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's that. <laughs> um. Mm -hmm. So those are the console wars. Um, and they're Matt, still going because people still argue. <laughs> Matt, are you one of those people? Uh, I'm not. I, I I have long decided, well, so I own them all, so who would I fight against? <laughs> um, and yeah, I kind of decided a while ago I was I was gonna I was I was cool. I was cool with it. I kinda wish that <laughs> I kinda wish like it's interesting because I wish there weren't so many exclusive games. I think that's the thing that hurts at the end. And like, I mean, I know that's how they decide who buys what, <laughs> but I would, 
I would find a world in which I could play any game on my Xbox or any game on my PlayStation would be better because then I wouldn't have to buy both to enjoy all the games in the world, you know? Um, okay. I think it's frustrating that these make, I think, I mean, sure, they're doing the best thing for their business, whatever. It is frustrating to me as a video game player that if I weren't to buy them all, and I almost certainly won't be buying them all this current generation, I don't know if I'll buy any of them uh, until Nintendo puts out a new thing. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd say that's that's frustrating as a user to not be able to play all the games that you want to play. Has Nintendo announced when their next thing is going to be? They have not, no. What do you think it's going to be? Well, the rumor is that it's just going to be like a better version of the Switch um, with like maybe better graphics and a better like bevel, as they say, the, the distance between the screen and the edge and some other things like that. Um, so it would just be like an upgraded Switch. And I would buy that for sure, even though I already own a Switch. <laughs> okay. Um, but a they Switch have, you, some might say. Mm. I uh, I have a feeling it might be. I have a feeling that's a, the, that is not actually going to happen, and that it's just going to be a few years before they do something do, new. But I don't know. I mean, they did actually the 3DS, the handheld uh, Nintendo system. I mean, that was the DS, then the 3DS, then the 3DS XL, then the 3DS Plus or something. So they actually there is a history of Nintendo just like making upgraded versions, and they all play like similarly but like you can't play new games on the old ones like so as you buy new games you can't play them on the old system so they might they, they might go that route um i'd say another footnote to this whole console wars thing is that nintendo um and one of the reasons nintendo stayed afloat this whole time even though they had a couple of lesser uh you know some duds in there is because nintendo completely owned the portable gaming market so the Game Boy uh, first, and then um, which went up against Sony's um, game or Sega's Game Gear, and or in the in the '90s, and then in the 2000s into up until just a few years ago, Sony was making the the Vita and the something else I'm forgetting the name of, but Sony's two handhelds, and those like even though they were more powerful than the 3DS, were both uh, both kind of flops. <laughs> So Nintendo Nintendo made bank doing um, portable systems, and then they combined it all on the Switch. Yeah, that was sort of the rumors before the Switch came out was that Nintendo was going to take their mobile prowess and combine it. And, and kind of crazy that like a thing that's like just as big as the Switch um, has a screen built in, and that you can just dr drop it into that dock, which like the Switch plus its dock is so much smaller than like either the PlayStation or the Xbox. And I know it's not quite as powerful, but it's kind of crazy how small it is and it can do so much. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, all of it's crazy. We carry around a computer in our pockets every single day. Mm -hmm. And a chip in my brain, right? You have a chip in your brain, right? Uh, do you have any uh, thoughts? I'm finding the chip in my brain. <laughs> uh, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to be... Uh, I'm ready to be over. Okay. Unless you have something you uh, wanted to say. What I want you to leave the listeners with one last sentence about the console wars. Um, um, Matt, who is a noted anti-war person, what is your one last word on the, the console wars? 
This is all a ruse. Team Nintendo forever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I will, to clarify that, even though that was my last line, this is my, what, what we call these, like, afterthoughts or whatever we're calling them, um, is uh, I will, I will probably always and forever buy whatever Nintendo thing there is because I love playing Zelda games as too much. Zelda is truly the killer app to me to uh, Nintendo. I like their other things too, but if they weren't making Zelda games, I wouldn't be quite as uh, loyal. And there'll never be a Zelda game I don't want to play. <laughs> uh, not another one, not since Zelda 2. So that's where I stand on that. Um, and I love Halo, and I, I, do, I mean, I don't have a problem with PlayStations. They have some good games on them as well. I'd say I'm mostly a Halo, Halo Zelda. Those are my allegiances. <laughs> um. Listeners, I just uncovered some of Matt's old uh, message board posts. Yeah, right. Matt at Boston 27. I wouldn't have put Boston in my name. I lived in Worcester. Okay, this is my version of you, okay? Well, this is how people know it's not true. Nintendo forever! Give me your address so I can come to your house and ruin your PlayStation! Hey, you want to know a good game controller? Yeah, it's the GameCube controller. Oh yeah, you the wanna, GameCube GameCube controller is the best controller. That's I don't want to hear any guff. <laughs> you want a box? Well, I got a cube, and I'm gonna cube you with it. Um, GameCube Sign controller is the best controller. Oh god. Signing out. X equals start. Matt forever. X equals start. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I will say I, 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 the people argue about the Xbox controller or the PlayStation controller. Um, I don't really have a favorite there. Um, but the GameCube controller is still, it's the best. (laughs) It fits so nice in your hand. (laughs) Matt, topic done? Topic complete. Right, Matt, uh, do you have any, um, well, you know what? I have, I have an email. I have it queued up. I'm just going to read it. Please do. Okay. Procrastination follow-up from Kathleen Abate Lewin. Now, Kathleen might seem strange. That is just Katie. Katie Abate Lewin. Can I have to read this in my Katie voice? Ugh! I have so many thoughts and feelings about Matt calling me out about procrastination. (laughs) And here's what I will say about it. I will concede that I am behind on many of my leisure activities. And it hurts my soul to admit to that any kind of procrastination... But here's my counterpoint. Part of procrastination is improper prioritization. The only reason I have a mounting list of to watch TV shows and podcasts, I think I have 14 episodes of TBD downloaded right now, is because I have prioritized my more important obligations. So, there. I, I I greatly appreciate the number of weeks that she's behind on what I've, the snarky things I've said back to her. <laughs> I definitely remember calling her out about this. <clears throat> also, that I was. will say she sent that on October 22nd. It is now uh, November 23rd. <laughs> so we are ourselves procrastinating from reading our emails. That's true. That's true. Um, we're just trying to prioritize what's important. <laughs> Katie, I think you're important, and I've seen your to-do list, and I know you're you're a much better uh, you're a much better planner than any of us. Um, 
no thank you thank you katie for listening and writing in as always and uh i i only tease (laughs) um emily do you have anything you want to plug no matt wow do you have anything you want to plug Oh boy, do I. I believe last week I said this week I would, and I fulfilled that promise to myself. Oh, Did not procrastinate God. that. What? <laughs> I said, oh, thank God. Uh, and I yawned, and I feel bad about it. Um, listen, I, I, have a, I have a thing. Uh, I put out a new sketch, a new comedy skit, if one will. Uh, it is called Getting Myself a Mini Fridge. That whole little sentence, phrase. Whatever, that's the title. Getting well, myself a mini fridge. I would say fridge. it's a phrase. It doesn't have a subject. Uh, is, is it implied subject, though, in that I'm getting? Isn't that how, like, this word no can be a sentence? <laughs> um. <laughs> if one of my students wrote getting myself a mini fridge, I'd be like, that's missing the who. Yeah. Fix it. Probably does need an I'm there. Um, too long of a title for my for my sake. Um, New little yes. skit. It's uh, my skit is on YouTube. Um, you can search for me, or you can search for getting myself a mini fridge. I have no idea what that's going to turn up. Hopefully, I'm the top result. <laughs> um, or you can, yeah. Otherwise, look 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 my channel up. Uh, that's my plug. Check out my sketch. Um, getting myself a mini fridge. Are you seeing what happens in YouTube? You know who comes up first? Is it me? It is you. That's good. Followed That's by good. a few other things that I'm not going to shout out. No, it's not. this isn't their podcast. They don't get to plug it. I will tell you, I think some of them are some unboxing unbo- mini fridge videos. But like not, like not unboxing their mini fridge, but like opening their mini fridge and unboxing the contents of their mini fridge. Uh-huh. You know, I have an unboxing video. It's still my most popular video I have on my YouTube channel. It's got like 400 something views. It's crazy. Oh, wow. It's me opening a toaster oven. I think it's a lot of people searching for the toaster oven. Um, All right. Okay, listeners, go check out that sketch. That's your homework. Go check it out. Yeah. It'll take you two minutes and 29 seconds or something like that. Um, Please make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. Uh, tbdpodcast at gmail.com is our email tbdpodcast is also our twitter instagram and facebook handles um that's it right i think so well i've been matt armando hey listeners i just want to say only to the listeners i'm we're grateful for you oh matt you can hear this this is fine um i'll Listeners, we're we're grateful for you. We're thankful for you. We hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. We miss you too. Happy Thanksgiving! This has been TBD. With Matt Emily! <laughs> Bye.